the Beards of Blue Ridge, season two. The band is back. Did when did we end season one? <laughs> that was a long time ago. I feel like we got distracted. We got busy. There was lots of things happening. Well, what what's an update? Marcos, we'll let you go first since you're looking at your phone. The uh, well, I was making sure my ringer was out. Smart, you know, what I mean? etiquette. Podcast yeah. etiquette. Um, pretty much the same old thing, you know what I mean? Kids and parks. Kids, parks, house. church meeting, you know. Mm-hmm. Nothing too really exciting. My life's pretty boring. That's not which true. Which is good. I mean, my work life's exciting. Yeah. But my fun. regular life is pretty pretty calm, which I like. I appreciate that. I really do. I don't. My, my whole life, I was like, when I, when I grow up, I just want like a chill, normal life if I can get it. It's the time of the year that we're supposed to slow down and appreciate it. Why would you right? want that? So you're, so like if we put this in, if we put this in airplane analogy, so you got a crop duster and you got a fighter jet, mm-hmm. right? So you want to be a crop duster. You just want to fly the same routine kind of. No, yeah. I didn't say that. I said I wanted it to be not what I meant by So when I was a kid, my life was in turmoil constantly. We were moving. There was issues. People were, you know, sometimes after us. So that like it, nothing was stable. So I want, I, I grew you, up thinking like, you just want, want to be a crop duster. <laughs> no, no, now so I wanted to be a crop duster. No, I just, I didn't want, I just didn't want to like have, you know, something traumatic every year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know that we can avoid that. Like, if you really think about it, uh, every <laughs> year, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do you avoid the the, the darkness? Because here's what I was thinking on the way in here. <laughs> I told you. There yeah, yeah, be an there episode in there somewhere. What? Somehow my, like, childhood need for wanting stability is like... We're just going to... We're, <laughs> we're going to dive right into this. What what is the number one thing people say they want in life? To be happy. Right. <clears throat> so my question is, so when your grandma dies, you wouldn't be happy. Nope. All right. So and when your kid's in pain, do you want to be happy? You know, probably right. not. Yeah. So it's really the number one thing in life we should go after <clears throat> is to experience a full range of human emotion without it consuming us. Mm-hmm. All right. Which would you know that'd be kind of the fighter jet experience so to speak you know the crop duster does a lot of stuff too i don't know why no it pretty it. much it pretty much takes off it goes in one it direction one yeah, yeah it serves one purpose one serves one purpose yeah i'm sure there's multiple ones farmers and and they kind of jets just fight you no know, but that's no, not necessarily no. true they're always on a mission to achieve something so right. crop duster not really a crop duster fields. is pre-programmed <laughs> to go do this do that and it, it runs it at a certain speed like you can cruise in a fighter jet it is all out you know let's let's get down so my point is you know i was looking at because i was thinking it's like my entire what's the end goal it's well just to live a happy life or live this this certain you know expected mm. state versus what if it's to truly experience all human emotion without it consuming me? You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's like one of those, even the traumas and the the difficulties. And, and if I can take that 
and truly experience all human emotion without it consuming me and then carry it to somebody else. That's where the, the true, I guess, the true purpose of what we're here for is to add value to other people, you know? And I was thinking the only way that I could personally truly add value to other people was being, having the capability of experience all human emotion and have an understanding of it versus it consuming me. So that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, feeling all human emotion, that's part of the blessings of being in recovery too, isn't it? Oh, you'd think so. But I'm saying most yeah. people, if you ask them, what do they, what do they want? It's just to feel happy, you know? Yeah. I used, that used to be the number one answer at a place I worked at before. I'd talk with guys in intake and I'd say, hey, what do you want? Like, what are you what are you expecting to get? And they said, well, I just want to be happy. And I'm like, well, that's probably not going to happen because you're not always going to be happy. Happy happiness is just fleeting. You know what I mean? It come it comes and goes. It's it's not something that's always going to be there. Right. Um, but yeah, part of part of recovery, at least from my point of view now, I probably didn't see this before, is I get to feel all the different emotions. Because before I was trying not to, you know. For sure. I was intentionally numbing it to not feel certain things or to only feel the positive ones. Um but even too much of the positive ones, I try to numb those too, uh, because they would eventually bring up shame and guilt yeah. and all the uncomfortability. Stuff, yeah. Right. But now being able to feel all that stuff, it, it teaches you things, you know, for sure. It teaches you things about yeah. yourself and about your situation. And yeah, I mean, they, but they're not, I, I have to remind myself that feelings aren't truths sometimes, right? right? Because I'll feel certain things. And then if I sit in it too long, and don't look at it for what it is, then I'll start to, I'll start to make it a truth typically about myself. Um, And that's when it can get dangerous for me. But yeah, I mean, they, they teach us a lot of stuff for sure. At least they teach me a lot of things about myself. It's like the expression, they're real, but not reality necessarily. Not real, but not reality. Mm -hmm. They're real, but not reality. Yes. Correct. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right so they come and they go right well and the, this guy said something the other day it's like you know and i used it on i forget who i said it to but um if you get biblical and you look in the bible every miracle has one thing in common that it started with a problem like every single miracle biblically it started with a problem so it's like what we view as is problematic whether it's an emotional state or something happening or not, that's that's grounds for the fertilization of a miracle mm-hmm. to happen right. you know and it's i think too many people live in a world of repair versus prepare you know so we're always constantly trying to repair what happened yesterday um, because we acted this way, did this, did that, whatever, instead of preparing for, you know, what we could become in the future, you know, it's like what I get up and do in my morning routine or whatever it may be prepares me to have the experience of the full range of emotions versus if you get up and you just kind of mindlessly go through the day, then you look back and you're trying to repair what happened versus you know and then you become that crop duster yeah. <laughs> versus the really cool fighter jet yeah that's true like you and Graham. yeah yeah well i mean you could you could be in a transition period you know oh of i could be a crop duster waiting to get my fighter jet becoming a fighter jet. <laughs> becoming a yeah. fighter. That is, 
waiting for my super high tech turbine engine. Well, and my thought is it's it's like trying to repair your repair your past when when it it when you do that it takes away from preparing for your future. Does that kind of make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I heard this guy he was talking about when he moved to the United States, like everybody was was telling him to move to where his people were you know in the u.s and he said that's the dumbest thing i could have done because it puts me right back in a historic place of with my p i don't want to be he's like i I value the culture that they have but i i wanted a different experience Mm -hmm. you know he's like so i made sure not to move to i forget where it was like little italy or whatever wherever he was talking about but he was like i made a point to move where it was a different culture, a different way, a different, you know, so I wasn't caught up <clears throat> in the historic kind of mindset, right. you know, the crop dusting mindset. <laughs> it just does the same thing day in and day out. Doesn't change. Same routine. I love, I love the metaphor. We're going to, we're not going to let you live that down either. Well, yeah, I shared one thing and then suddenly I'm a crop duster and you guys are, you know, well, you, air fighters, you, know? you, you just had to be the platform <laughs> to it. introduce <laughs> the topic. Yeah, but he started in. Well, that brings me to this. <laughs> <laughs> just had to be the platform for the topic. I like it. I'll, I'll take one. He watched Top Gun last night. He did. He's fired up. No, I didn't watch Top Gun. What did I do? He's been night? making a See, I don't even pay attention to what I did. Because you were prepared. Yeah, instead for of today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> No, no I've I've gotten back into sitting in this uh, tiny little box, uh, infrared sauna we have. It's just cheap little infrared sauna. Heats you up from the inside out. And it well, it gets to 140 degrees, and when you sit in there, you can't really have your phone or anything because your phone starts to malfunction because of the heat, mm-hmm. you know. So you're left to just sit, you know, in this tiny box. There's no stretching out. It's one, yep. you know. So it's a pretty intense meditative, like 45 minutes at 140 degrees. By the time you open the door, yeah. you're like, holy, yeah. you know. So I don't sit in an infrared sauna, but I have recently been, um, I try to, and I should do this year in and year out, but especially around you're, this time of year. You're not going to say you sit in a bath with nope. candles and nope. bath bombs. Nope. He does. <laughs> That's what crop does. <laughs> no, so I'll, I'll go out. I'll go out early in the morning, and we got the we got the Christmas decorations up and the Christmas tree on, all that kind of stuff. So I just turn on all the the lights and the trees and, and stuff like that, and everything my wife's put up. Turn everything out. Just sit there. Intentionally, don't bring my phone in the mornings, um, and just try to sit there, and it's good. And yeah, it'll 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 the silence definitely brings up right. emotions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's that's been good for me recently. It'll make you grateful. I don't have an infrared sauna that sounds sweet though, or ice baths. And I do. Yeah, 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 that kind of stuff too. Well, because I think we 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 try to be fighter pilots and uh, you know fighter jets, and we chase success versus fulfillment. You know what I mean? And I do that way too often if I'm going after this success versus you know because success, I guess in a sense is getting what you want versus fulfillment is doing what you've been made for, mm-hmm. you know, and it sometimes to be fulfilled and to do what you've been made for is hard to find for one, for two, it can sometimes be painful even to get through that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
you know, what, what's your target? What are you chasing every day? Success or fulfillment? And, you know, fulfillment oftentimes comes with that range of emotions. Like, Hey, can I accept and attach myself to the, the traumas, the, the anxieties, the depression, you know, cause that's, yeah. that's a part of the human experience. Just accept your crop dusting. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just my or experience. Just honestly, Maybe that's fulfillment. Or just you honestly ex- accepting like I am where I'm supposed to be right here and right now. Yeah. Sitting in whatever emotion it is, positive, negative. Right. right? And seeing what it teaches me and then moving forward from there. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to add value to somebody else. Yep. You know what I mean? If you can look at it that way and, you know, the I think the goal of when when i interact with people it's not necessarily to to make them happy it's to help them you know so it's like how do i add value through the experiences i've had and that's i have to look at all those experiences with some sort of positive mindset you know not a, a crop dusting mindset <laughs> yeah if you're, if you're telling someone what's a crop dusting if you're telling someone something to try to make them happy. I feel like that's, that's more for you than it is for the other person versus yeah. telling or doing what's actually going to help them, you know, or make them yeah. even better. Cause even, cause doing certain things for other people and influencing them may not make them feel happy in the moment, right. you know what I mean? But it's still going to show up and, and make them better in the long run. So it's like go out today and try to figure out a way to add value to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, through the, even painful experiences you've had. It's that this guy's listening to this morning. He said he puts on his mirror when he gets ready to go. It's like, am I leaving today to, to go do something for myself or to serve others? You know what I mean? Yeah. And to kind of get in the mindset of it's not always about me because I can quickly get into to know it's about me, what I got to get done versus, you know. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. That's awesome. So go be a fighter jet. All right. Go Maverick be a fighter Goose. jet. Maverick yeah. Goose. What was yeah. the, what's his name in the new one? Well, you Todd would be Maverick and you'd be Mother Goose. I don't remember the guy's name. It was great though, man. The second the, the, the second top gun. Yeah. It good. It's Maverick and Goose. Now Goose's son came back. I saw that Brewster. Brewster. Have you not seen the movie? No. Uh, what? The I second one? No this. wonder you're I see, a crop duster. I see I see like kids' movies. Yeah, he'll, well, he'll watch it. He's gonna come in with a mustache and aviator. <laughs> <laughs> Be a fighter pilot. That's right. right. Fake like Navy wings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, we're happy to be back. And we'll catch you guys next episode. Awesome. All right. See y'all.